Welcome to the Inside Chats podcast with Raza and Camilla. On this podcast, we discuss what it means to live a modern life with the insights and the wisdom from spiritual traditions. Please enjoy. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, Camilla. Hi, everybody. Hello, guys. Good to see you again. Same. <laughs> I absolutely love these talks. Yeah, me too. Thank you. Mm. I should we just jump jump right in? Because I have a question so, for you. Yeah, okay. go for it. Good. Okay. So a mentor of mine a year or so back yeah. said to me, "Your your like level." Uh, or your quality of communication equals the quality of your life oh <laughs> what do you say to that <laughs> oh wow yeah that's a very good question mm. <laughs> i think i would never thought about that much especially younger but now when i think yes i think it's a lot of truth uh, the way you can communicate your point across the way you can connect to people by communicating and the way you communicate I guess that's how you create the atmosphere um, and then everything all people around you like we're surrounded by people so basically the quality of life is equal quality of our relationship and to have a relationship we need a communication so that sense seems pretty damn true <laughs> but i haven't thought about it before no. what do you think on that when she said that when she said that i was like ah, sounds <laughs> i don't know it sounds weird or too simple but i i guess i've been thinking about it since mm -hmm. and it's more than a year ago and i've come to the fact that it's not simple at all it's actually the opposite but i i agree to when I think about communication, well, basically communication is everything we do. So mm. even though it's, you, you know, it's verbal communication, it's nonverbal communication. When you get up in the morning, like you communicate from the very beginning, yes. almost, even if you're alone, maybe it's on social media. And if you're with people, it's through your actions, it's through your attitude, it's through your words. So I'm beginning to see her point more and more. And I absolutely agree that, as you say, in relationships to friends, families, and partners, communication is key because whoever I show up and whoever I am when I show up depends on my attitude and my words and how I approach people. And if I listen or if I only talk or if I'm aggressive or if I'm passive aggressive and stuff like that. And if so that's to me that's communication as well yeah so this this saying starts to make more and more sense and i can relate to more and more areas in my life yeah that's true because mm -hmm. now when you said it's not just verbal communication because really when you said communication kept to me just verbal when mm -hmm. i realized yeah there's body language there is like the attitude the, everything you do actions so that's the communication from you to the world and from you to yourself, whatever you talk to yourself in the mind without mm -hmm. saying loud, just still communicate to yourself. And if you believe that whatever you, your mind is, whatever you think you become, so 
So then definitely quality of your communication inside and outside, it's equal to quality of your life. And uh, I would like to ask, how does the communication change for you? Like, do you, because I guess we start communicating as a kids and toddlers, like there's one more communication second. And you mentioned all this, you know, passive aggressive stuff like that. Have you seen any pattern that you communicate or um, an improvement or anything related to communication when you look back in your life? Mm. First thing that strikes my mind, because you just said it, is this internal communication. That's such an important thing. Um, the way we talk to ourselves. Because honestly, when we, from we wake up in the morning to we go to bed at night, and even when we sleep and dream, our mind is communicating to us. And we constantly, I guess you're the same as me, all the all time, <laughs> all day, my voice inside my head is, is talking to me, right? It's, right. You know, it like crazy that you have a lot of voices, but there's a voice. And it's saying things all the time. And what I've been... Um, when I realized how bad I have been talking to myself early on and not just like, oh, you're not good enough and why should you do this? And, but also just, yeah, about being able to do stuff. Yeah, well, all, everything, being worth of a relationship and everything. So my inner voice has definitely been a big problem for me. And that's, I've, I'm, I've changed it. I'm still trying to change it because it comes back and it's yeah. like an ongoing uh, piece of work to yeah. keep that voice in a positive, empowering way that lifts you up instead of pulling you down. Because I guess our go-to is that it will pull us down because yeah. we're not aware. Yeah. And this awareness is just so important. Yeah. yeah. So definitely that's one thing. And another another communication not <laughs> in my life is definitely the relationship to my sister oh. um, yeah because her and I communicate in very different ways and honestly I've been passive aggressively communicating for a long time so like a lot of my life wow. without being aware of that was what I was doing and that's so beautiful that you're so honest to yourself now and actually able to say that <laughs> I think not mm. everybody can admit that, you know. Mm. Yeah. I've Very been blaming brave. her a lot. And she knows that. I've been blaming her a lot. And I've, I had to figure out that it, it's not like she's not the one to blame, that I'm the one to blame. And not that I am to blame, but that I have the power or the communication skills to actually say what I think and have an honest uh, communication uh, with her still difficult i'm still trying i'm still working on it sometimes i fail sometimes i fly but yeah definitely that's one of the biggest communication tasks of my life i think yeah well, like yeah. if you're okay would you elaborate mm, on sure. this passive aggressive communication because i think that's happening a lot a lot around um what kind of things to do as passive aggressive and then where do you think does it come from mm. yeah that's like <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i mean complete point right <laughs> where does it come from that's what i've been searching for but uh, the way i've been behaving passive 
aggressive in the relationship to her is that I've always felt pride in not being dramatic and not being like needy. So I always mm. wanted to take care of myself and truth be told, we can't take care of ourselves all the time. So of course we need yeah. people and I've needed people and I needed help. Yeah. And the, re the way I tried to get help was by not asking, just, just you know, making um, small statements here and there. And then I haven't gotten the help or the support that I wanted. And I've been really sad and about that. Uh, but now I realize that she's not communicating that way. So how would she ever be able to read those signs from mm -hmm. me? Because that's not in her mind. That's not a thing. So where you're like mm. having your needs that were met mm. um, and you had some expectations for her sister to meet those needs mm. by giving some subtle signs for her to meet your needs, yes? Mm. As far as I understood. Yeah, I guess I, I have had a difficulty understanding why she could not guess what mm. I needed. Because honestly, I'm the expert of guessing and I take a lot of pride in guessing what people need. Mm. So that's that's really a big part of me. And I have difficulties understanding when people don't do the same. Ah. And so therefore, I'm sometimes expecting things from people, not by saying it, but because in my mind, it's obvious. Yeah. Look at me. Look at my signs. And then you should, guess it. You should yeah. be able to see what I'm asking for, what I need at least, and then give it to me without me actually asking because that's difficult. And But others are not created this way no. and that creates mm. tension yeah of course because mm. um yeah first of all their expectations they feel this expectation mm. probably um very curious where have seen this pattern have you thought about where you saw it is it in your parents or relatives or where did you saw this um that you have to guess uh, because you said mm. you're very good at guessing what other people need so mm. reading the signs but that means you're kind of over attentive to people um and we learned that we don't think we're born with that mm. so have you thought where you saw this as uh <laughs> or, yeah. yeah honestly i haven't thought um i haven't thought i'm not i don't know if that will help me get better at it mm. either mm. but i yeah probably you're right it's some patterns that i've seen and that i've mm. taken on maybe had i I always suspected it might have some have something to do as well with me being the older sister. Mm. And there is something about being older, watching out for the younger, more fragile yes. uh, members of the group. Yes. So I think there's something really kind of animal um, yeah. sense in yeah. this as well. Because I've always been able to tell whatever her problems were or her um, her needs especially as a, as a kid she wasn't really good at, mm. at, at talking for yeah. for many years and I was the only one who could actually decode her signs oh. and what she wanted so our parents didn't understand her and I was like she needs milk she wants oh. this she wants that so yeah so it's been going on since forever oh wow yeah. <laughs> you're good at it yeah I guess when you're older you've been through this and maybe mm. not that far you can decode mm. it Oh, that's so cool. I and can I definitely just, relate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, I would love to hear your thoughts about this as well, because you have a sister too. Yeah. Um, but it's important to, for me to just state that 
this is um i love taking responsibility for this topic or mm. for this relation as well because it's one of the most important relations in my life and it's probably one of the longest i've had in my mm. life because this has been my entire life and it's very dear to me that it works and i'm willing to do and i, I try to do yeah. whatever i can to make it work and i take that on me yeah i don't blame her for anything because this is this is on me that's so mature camilla <laughs> you're great <laughs> no, yeah. tell me about your sister uh, do you recognize what i'm saying mm, yes definitely and just for everybody to know like actually when we and camilla met we actually talked a bit uh, open up slowly about the sisters and we had similar issues like we're both older sisters and we had younger sisters and that for me was like eye opener because we come from different backgrounds. Okay, I come from Lithuania, a kind of good family, a post-communist um, country. <laughs> so totally like very different where Camilla grew up like in Western world, Denmark. And she had the same issues as me. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like I'm not alone. <laughs> so it was really, really nice. And um, I could relate that uh, being an older sister, I definitely had some expectations on my younger sister. Um, I wanted her to like do, do things with me or something. I, I haven't realized for a long time that um, she's younger, like if she's gonna be younger. So she's not gonna, as much as I want, she's not gonna live the same, uh, we're not the same year. And yeah, and that's a different way of uh, growing. And our communication always was like, I'm the one initiating, or I, at least I felt that, that I'm the one doing it. I'm trying the best, I wanna be with her, and she's like running away. And I realized that I'm that kind of person that can suffocate people a bit <laughs> in relationships. So I think my communication, it's, um, I guess, maybe of my traumas experience but either i'm far away from the person or i then go like all in and like mm. sit on the person so i think i was a bit suffocating her and we never were able like it was a long time we couldn't uh, talk with each other normally we loved each other and our talks weren't honest they were like kind of like it's a bit passive aggressive or whatever yeah yeah right yeah yeah i love you but it wasn't honest and she didn't feel happy talking to me i wasn't happy talking to her it felt more like obligatory to do it and um yeah well, we have a pretty nice practice time to time we scream at each other <laughs> like mm -hmm. totally like we get build up the emotions which is not very good but then we just start screaming screaming and then we release it and we find so, so how did you get out of this trap? Yeah, so actually it all comes down to yourself mm -hmm. and the relationship you have with yourself. If you have honest, nice relationship with yourself, I believe then you can create a nice relationship with others. As much as you love yourself, you can love others. As much as you can trust uh, yourself, you can trust others. As much as you are not passively aggressive to yourself, then you're not going to be passive aggressive to anyone else. So it really helped me working on myself. 
and knowing why I am so needy. I was in need of love. I was in need of uh, being part of that I care, somebody cares for me. Obviously going after those trauma, shooting, all these things that happened to me. And because I was in a foreign country, I always felt alone. I have to deal with everything. So I didn't feel I have family support. And I was pushing. And as you mentioned, I was asking for a particular help. I wasn't telling exactly what I want, but I wanted just exactly that. I believe my family and my sister was giving everything they could from their side, mm -hmm. but it was never enough for me because it wasn't exactly what I wanted. Mm -hmm. But because all you need is in you and you have to find peace in yourself. So working with myself and actually realizing that I'm not alone and I choose to be alone or I choose to be uh, felt, feel unloved or feel that nobody cares for me or like, yeah, stuff like that. My sister doesn't give a shit about me. But um, realizing that, no, I choose that. I choose to think that way. She loves me. She loves the way she can, the way she understands. And I have to start listening to her language. As you probably know, those five love languages. Have you heard about them? Please, I heard about them, but I can't remember. Um, I think there's like a, um, physical contact, mm. quality time, mm. um, service words like good words or praise words and gifts yeah gifts yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. so i think everybody communicates different mm -hmm. and then it's very important to know your love language and then know, uh, other person's love language so then it's easier to communicate uh, so what is your love language uh, my love language is actually quality time and physical touch so okay. for me it's very important to be with somebody physically mm -hmm. And I guess me being away from my family and then they don't come and visit me. It's like they don't love me because it's like these uh, quality time and physical, it actually does make long distant relationship or any stuff like that. <laughs> uh, do you know your love languages? I don't, I'm not sure, but I think it's a bit of the same. So it's more like quality time because mm. I'm not into... Yeah, I, I'm not that much into gifts. Actually, I'm not comfortable with getting gifts but i know like a lot of my uh, my friends for example are really good at getting gifts and loves yeah. getting gifts and i've always thought something is weird with me but since i've learned about that love language that might make sense um so i think i'm more about the, the, the quality time. time as well yeah. yeah but yeah so just to let listeners know that all five of them are completely like uh, equally worth it's of not course. better to be no, one no, or the no, other. No. it's just it's so interesting to know because it gives you a good understanding about yourself right? totally and perspective mm. and that comes in this communication with people because if you love somebody and somebody's love language is uh, for example gift mm. and you give them praise words and quality time but don't give a gift on their birthday or whatever you say let's spend time together that person would be would be like what mm. you don't love me mm. in the opposite way so i think that's where it comes this communication misunderstanding when we sometimes don't know the other pe people and ourselves actually so i say we probably need to meet our needs first like know what you want and communicate it more openly and i'm curious so how is your relationship with your sister now actually it's great 
okay. it hasn't been that great in a long time. I don't know, maybe because I'm more mature. Maybe I'm working with therapies and I can really clean up my things mm. from my side. So I'm actually more peace in myself. Maybe that she's as well working. And I guess because for both relationship and communication is important and both people care. Mm. So I really feel that she cares so much and I care so much. It's like a very important relationship for both of us. So we actually working on it. And it's so good because we finally honest with each other. And what connected us, I think uh, it says like what connects people is common goal or common enemy. Mm. And uh, yeah, I couldn't share because I'm not sure if she wants to, sh- uh, to people to know, but she was, um, she had a challenge in her life, uh, more with like uh, sport activity, her health. And I had a challenge with relationship. And actually I'm used to get in this a bit of um, patterns of my relationships, um, which is kind of addiction. Mm-hmm. So abusive relationship or toxic relationship or like, always being in a codependent relationship is uh, addiction kind of, and as well as the food or um, whatever drugs, uh, too much of TV, it's addiction too. So we're struggling with different addictions, but the same addiction, the same patterns. And uh, she was sharing what, uh, like, what she's going through, what I'm going through, and we're helping each other and started opening up, actually telling all everything what happened like whatever she had any uh, residual feelings left mm. what I will have had some I explained to her about my traumas to let her more understand and yeah I had this open base for communication and that's how slowly it grew to really good mm. and I feel it's important to communicate openly honestly and listen to other person as well you know what mm. they're saying and, and, uh, and from what you said earlier on that so what you need is what you expect from others and I think that that can be quite difficult to to figure out on your own like what do you need and what do you expect so so if you could for listeners maybe do it a, a bit more like simple so if people have a relationship that they really would like to work better what like what approach did you have what did you actually do mm, dig deep in my feelings but I'm a very emotional person and I do believe in this dig deep feeling. So I don't know if it would work for anyone, but I will share my personal. Mm. So I was looking actually what was I wanted from her, you know, what I was needing, why it was so important that she calls me, why I feel unloved that she doesn't call me or why I call more than her and why I feel so insecure in that relationship that I need disapprovals. And then I dig deep in myself and I realize that I feel myself inside a bit insecure in the world. And obviously when you've been like sexually abused, uh, shot and all this, yes, I feel insecure. (laughs) And I think uh, like everybody will try to betray me, trick me, uh, I know, kill me. Mm. Because yeah, that's, so then this creates this tension. Um, so yeah, so I was actually looking into it, why I don't, I don't feel insecure and I realized it's from my experiences, so actually working and feeling secure in yourself, your body mm-hmm. and feeling loved, just the way I am and I think this took away from her the pressure mm-hmm. 
to give me the security, love, and things like that. She was feeling that she has to provide me that because I was craving for it, asking in all different ways, probably not directly. Mm. And that gave uh, a tick away pressure from her. And when she got the, the pressure was off, then she actually wanted to communicate and be with me, connect, because she wanted to connect on this uh, level. Like we're not doing anymore bigger and little sister. We already able, we're connecting on the on the adult level together as, as we are. Mm-hmm. But it actually need taking away pressure from her that really helped. helped yeah, me. maybe in relationship when you guys have with your partners and things like that. Uh, when you really expect from them something or when you actually pressure them a lot and if you just take away that pressure and if you want to cuddle uh, and you can't get from your partner so just go cuddle with the pillow cuddle with a pet cuddle with your best friend Mm -hmm. uh, or parents whatever just try to meet your needs not from the person try to just really step away and meet all your needs yourself and let that person breathe Mm. and then I think it's so beautiful because then both people can connect in a different way not codependent needy way mm. that's beautiful <laughs> and I, I was laughing with your example because oh, I think everybody knows this feeling of I texted it last time why is it me again now I'm gonna wait she's gonna suffer I'm gonna yeah. just wait it out <laughs> and who's suffering the entire time waiting I'm suffering like hell and then in three days, I'm gonna text her anyway. Like, hello, what's up? Yeah, because <laughs> I can't. That's yeah. yeah I that's the this, pressure you yeah, talk about. E- yeah, and this mm. a bit of ego game mm. that we think that we are so important or that someone owns us anything. In the communication, sometimes we feel like if we did something, it's 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 owning. But we should not do things from pressure because we want something or we want love or approval. We should do it from place of love. And when we have abundance, then you should do it. So first you should take care of yourself. And I think that there's no pressure because sometimes people feel like, okay, she did this, now I have to do something for her. And that's the thing, that's the pressure. Mm. And maybe when we give and we don't give from fully hard, but we give from like, we have to, then I think it feels like other person has to return it. Mm. And that's where this tension and this communication from fear of not giving back or fear of not being polite or that turns out the cycle and that communication then is based on fear or rules Mm. or not of love Mm. and just poor love of like, I just want to do this, I do. And you don't own anything because I meet my needs myself yeah and I think it's so important in relation to that to always give because you want to maybe because you can't even you can't even not do it but be aware that everything you do is because you want I want to give I want to be there for you I want that so I'm doing actually this for me it helps you out as well and that's Prime, prime, not primary, yeah. now that's secondary because I'm doing it for me and it's for your benefit and that serves me as well and I'm happy to serve you in that way and it's not about now I'm, and I think this is very important about with partners as well, so yes. male and female in between I'm not doing this so you can give me back something else another time, I'm doing this because I love you and I want to do this for you 
Yes. This solves so many, I've experienced in my life, so many like detours and stuff. Yeah. To just be like, I'm doing this for me. It's yeah. for you, but it's for me. Yeah, <laughs> Makes exactly. Sense? Yeah, totally. Yeah. I'm totally yeah. agree with you. But this communication based on, like we should all understand that we all do everything for us because <laughs> we live our life and that we, we should own it. And mm -hmm. um, yeah, do it from love. Mm -hmm. Let's just say, just like, if you do this because you want it, mm -hmm. that's fine. Otherwise you shouldn't. Like there are some things that maybe you should do. For example, go to work if you don't want, but then you can have inner communication. You don't need to go against yourself. That's what about this communication. You like, okay, if inside your head and the whole inside of you screaming, like, no, I don't want to go to work. Please no, stay in bed. And you just ignore it and you still do it, force it. So that's no communication. That's actually aggression, aggression against yourself. Mm. And that's not cool. Mm. So you should actually talk to yourself and say, okay, this thing, okay, maybe it's nice to go to work. We get the experience, we get the money, but then maybe after work or um, on the weekend, we can relax and do something we really want. Mm. And then you talk to yourself, you communicate, and then you go from this peace and love. Okay, let's agree. We do that. Mm. And then it's a totally different way of, mm. and you're probably not angry or pissed off while you're just being, oh, I have to work. I hate everything. Then you go and then someone says something, you get angry and this communication mm. goes like mm. <laughs> really bad. Yeah. yeah. And taking responsibility for the reason why you're going to that work that you might hate is probably because you have a plan or you yeah. want to do something and you need, maybe you need that money for a new apartment or for a vacation or whatever. And then take back the responsibility for I'm doing this for me. So I'm going yeah. to work because I have these plans and I have these visions for myself. And this is the way I can realize them. And if you don't, and if it's all just crap, yeah. then of course, be responsible mm. and do what what you need to do yeah. and maybe do something like, what you like yeah later what you like yeah yeah, yeah. and like what you do yeah. what you love right? exactly and this inner communication displays to outside because if you force yourself you hate it inside you force yourself to go you're not communicating yourself that okay we're going to have day off later you force yourself so you be aggressive to yourself no wonder you're going to be aggressive to someone else because you're treating yourself that badly. Mm. And that's where it comes, this aggression and this communication that is mismatch. But if you communicate to yourself softly, being kind to yourself, honest, nice, then definitely this goes out and you can be honest and kind and understanding, loving to other people around you. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I have a trick I want to share with you and maybe listeners, yes. if you can use it. So... I had a lot of difficulties, like, how do I start doing this? How do I, you know, take, take responsibility back? How do I start being responsible for my own actions and yes. for my own communication? And what I found works really good as a starter is to, instead of pointing fingers never work. We talked <laughs> about this before, but pointing yeah. fingers never work. Still, that's the main form of communication that we use so That's you didn't true. do this uh why didn't you do the dishes um all of this pointing fingers yeah. right so what i've experienced is the most um, powerful way is to to go from i so 
some of the the conversations I had with my sister when I wanted to change things, I I told her I felt this and this and this when this and this happened. So I'm not blaming her. I'm telling her how I felt so she could know because she didn't know at that point. Um, so and in that way, I'm also I'm not blaming her and I'm not asking her to apologize. That's not the point. The yeah. point is to tell her. I did this or I made this. You did those things and probably you forgot completely about them. But what I had them mean was this and that made me feel like that. And I know that was not your purpose. Yeah. And I'm sorry for blaming you for that. Yeah. So actually, to be brutally honest, what I, I, I told her at one point was, I blamed you for being selfish for years and about this and this and this. And I know that you didn't do that from being selfish, but you are so good at watching out for yourself. Yeah. And I really admire that because I'm really bad at doing that. And I want to let you know that I'm sorry that I I judged you for being selfish. Oh, that's so that's nice. a conversation I had, and she didn't. I said, you "Don't you don't have to reply." Yeah, I just want to let you know this. Yeah. And when you approach people in that way, so taking taking yeah. the basic in yourself, in your yeah. own uh, yeah. feelings, and then taking responsibility for. I'm sorry that I did that. Yeah. Um, how could she respond in any aggressive way? Yeah. Of course she couldn't. She was so happy to Aww. hear that, even though it's a weird thing for people yeah. to say. She was. And um, yeah. How is this relationship now? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's better than, um, it's better. But as I started out saying, I need to keep practicing this because yeah. it doesn't come natural to me. Mm. Probably doesn't come natural to anybody. But every time I, I'm really aware and I do this, or I communicate in this way, things work out beautifully. And I also practice a lot remembering that I'm doing this for me oh, and not for her. I'm not expecting anything back. Yeah. I'm only expecting something if I ask for it. So if I ask her for yeah. something... And she said, yes. Or she says, of course, I want to do it. Then I expect her to do it or to yeah. help me. But if I'm not asking for it, then I'm not expecting anything. And that that really set me free. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm. Uh, giving away expectations, it could mm. help anyone. Mm. Like totally no expectations with birth. Yeah. yeah. And this communication, mm. like non-violent, what you said. Mm. It's really nice podcast. Um, Uh, on Spotify actually okay. with Daniela Rosenberg if anyone mm. wants to listen so it actually how you state a fact without um, evaluating for example saying like as you say it was this and this uh, and not putting any good bad or label or you did wrong or something and uh, telling how you feel and what makes you feel and not blaming someone and not evaluating someone and mm. saying like oh your raised voice but you can just say like um i hear you have a raised voice mm. that scares me or something instead of say, saying like you're shouting or mm. um you're being aggressive mm. and stuff like that yeah, that really makes other people more agitated and more mm. angry and <laughs> more sad etc mm. it's actually really 
starting with yourself and mm-hmm. with facts and trying to listen as well and do yeah. that and taking account the other person and that yeah. yeah and i don't know if it makes completely sense to just to spell it out if you t- you say to me you're aggressive or you're mad or you're angry now i get more like i'm like who the fuck are you to tell me that exactly. i'm not mad and then exactly. i get even more bad, mad so the other way is to say i hear you but i am i experience right now that you or i feel that you are very aggressive and that makes me uncomfortable or yeah, exactly. as i feel that you're very angry with yeah. me right now that makes me uncomfortable yeah can we talk about can you tell me what it's yeah. what's wrong and immediately that calms down the conversation instead yeah. of escalating exactly or just saying you can yeah. see you sweating or shaking yeah. uh, and makes me feel scared yeah. uh, that you might be angry or something yeah. and that in that case i want to you know run away and whatever and definitely it makes it more neutral without blaming or saying that you're that or that so it's a, yeah part of good communication that you need to still work on so hard yeah. <laughs> yeah that's an ongoing project as well oh yeah <laughs> a lot of orders <laughs> yeah. absolutely and, and again it's all about being aware right yeah so being aware all the time of yourself true. and how you do things and true what saying. true and start with yeah. yourself guys mm-hmm. just really see how you talk to yourself if you're aggressive belittling um yourself you're definitely gonna belittle other people too <laughs> very critical to yourself you're definitely going to be critical to others so tide just shows your inside so yes work there work with love kindness and then it will all start rolling out into your outside world beautiful no let's finish on that note yes and guys if you have any questions or something reach out and Yeah, we can touch. touch some topics that you're keen to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. But great talking to you again, Nasa. Same. See you soon. See you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>